You're listening to the Mum Drum Podcast, motherhood to a different beat. Hi, and welcome back to the Mum Drum. Often mums and dads lack support from their workplace, or they don't even know that there is support available to them. Women in particular experience stigma about working too much or too little, and are overlooked for opportunities, and often simply don't know their entitlements. And probably one of the hardest things are the expectations mm. that we place on ourselves and that the guilt that we feel when we're not achieving them. Today we have on the mum drum, Rosemary Martin. Welcome to the show, Ro. Great to have you on the program today. Um, perhaps you can start with just telling us a little bit about yourself, your family situation and, and your role in work. Yeah, sure. So I have a daughter, Scarlett, who's four, and my son, Oscar, is one and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am the... Sorry, my son's name is Oscar. Oh, is it? Oh. <laughs> Great choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I hit uh, up customer experience for flybys, mm-hmm. so my role basically covers uh, marketing, digital, uh, customer insights and analytics. Right, okay. Well, yeah. that sounds like a pretty big role, and you were also just mentioning that you're doing five days in four? Tell us about that. I mean, goodness, I'm tired just thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. Uh, Yes, so I chose to do a a compressed uh, work week. Um, In coming back to work second time around, I I had to think about what my non-negotiables were and what was really important for me and decided that I really wanted to have that day off Mm -hmm. um, on a Friday with my Mm -hmm. two kids. Uh, but equally, I knew that to um, to do the role that I was doing, it was even if I'd said I wanted to work four days, it was going to be basically uh, a, a full time amount of work. So I, I chose to sort of try and compress it into the four days. But what it means really is that um, I might do a couple of hours on a Friday. I'll do a little bit over the weekend, and then yeah. some in the evenings. Wow. Yeah. As well as managing the family. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, well, maybe we'll start with going back to, you know, your first pregnancy with your mm-hmm. first and um, take us a little bit through maybe what some of the challenges might have been in terms of um, that process and, uh, you know, going off maternity leave, coming back to work, yeah. what that was like for you. Probably one of the challenges was, I guess, a little bit of fear of the unknown mm-hmm. and, and what it was going to, to mm-hmm. be like. and. Um, in the workplace that I was in, it was very rare for um, someone to go off on parental leave and come back to the same role. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting that I would be moving back into the role I was in at the time. And so I think the uncertainty around that was was a little worrying. Um, And then also probably just the, actually some physical challenges too. Mm -hmm. So trying Mm -hmm. to present or talk in a meeting and, and when you're quite pregnant, uh, you're sort of short breath. of breath the whole yeah. time yeah. <laughs> so that that was sort of um, something that was a little challenging too mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think it was mostly just around trying to figure out how I was going to transition from um, being this career person and, mm-hmm. and this identity that I had around myself and mm-hmm. move into a different phase of life mm-hmm. and what that was going to be like and sometimes being pregnant we start to worry about the future of our career you know, uh, has all this work I've done up until now, is it just going to go to waste? You know, will I be overlooked for things? Did you experience that, uh, both in your thinking but also maybe in actuality? Yeah, definitely. I was I was definitely, um, because I had been 
um, so career focused yeah. and, and thinking about career progression and what my next opportunity was, I, I was quite worried about what this would do to my career and um, putting it on hold and what it would um, mean if I was going to be out of out of the workforce for a period of time. That was all, um, yeah, w was all a concern. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then you, yeah, go. So then you went on on leave. Yeah. Um, what was that like going from being such a full-on working person yeah. to slowing, stopping? Well, actually, we don't it's slow just different. or stop. Different. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of you know the way we're using our mind and what we're doing day to day. What yeah, was that like? definitely. I I found it. Um, so I sort of felt like in the lead up to finishing work. I was moving at great pace because you're trying to get everything finished before you go on leave and then suddenly stopping mm -hmm. um, and having that time before you had the baby. I was like, oh, wow, I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and you had, you had, I hadn't really realised. Um, so uh, with my first, I ended up not having that much time um, between mm. finishing work and, and having the, the baby. Um, so I didn't get much of a chance to, to rest. Okay. But I definitely yeah. found once the baby arrived, it was just... Um, suddenly just a complete um, change yeah. and I think for me probably for the first few weeks I wasn't even really thinking about work I was just trying to focus on oh, how am I keeping this little thing alive and yeah. <laughs> how does yeah. it work and yeah. and and um, I guess struggling with feeding and, and things mm. like that um, and also um, probably just a change of um, the lack of sleep as well I, I found quite a challenge mm -hmm. and suddenly um, going from being someone who is reasonably onto it in a workplace mm -hmm. setting to someone who's leaving their keys or locking themselves out of the house mm -hmm. or you, you know where have I put my sunglasses yeah. and my wallet yeah. um, that was kind of a challenge and I was a little bit worried about have I permanently fried my brain yeah. <laughs> will I <laughs> ever go back, back to the way I was yeah. Yeah. yeah so that was something I definitely noticed were you okay with that often we have these really intense expectations of ourselves you know and it's yeah. not okay to suddenly slow down feel fallible like we're making mistakes yeah how were you with that um yeah to be honest I found um the mental adjustment going from zero to one Mm -hmm. child probably the hardest uh -huh. um, thing so yeah. suddenly coming to terms with um, the fact that my life was irrevocably changed yeah. and it was never going to go back to the way it was and um, yeah until I went back to work the first time I, I really struggled with that change in identity and mm -hmm. suddenly I was this a mother and how is that going to fit back in with um with career and and how was i going to i guess piece it all, all together mm -hmm. i did definitely struggle with that mm. Mm. and when you say struggle what were you experiencing just probably general anxiety and um i think you feel quite um disconnected yeah. as well mm. I think from one thing that I did do that really helped actually was um, with both of my kids was every single day I always left the house mm. um, even if it was just to go and walk around mm. to the post box and mm. come back or something and just being outside in the real world and seeing normal people go about <laughs> everyday life yeah. just really helped to put things into perspective a little bit mm. for me because it was quite easy to be you can feel quite isolated mm. when when you're at home alone with um, a little baby that doesn't 
um, communicate with, well, mm -hmm. you know, they're not speaking yeah. um, to you and, and that can be quite challenging. So mm -hmm. I definitely found getting out into the real world helped with that, um, yeah, that kind of anxiety and isolation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you feel lonely at that time? Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, and... I mean, what was really helpful was having, I had a really great mother's group, mm -hmm. so it was good um, just being able to stay in touch with them and everyone was going through the same sort of yeah. thing, being a first time mum and that mm -hmm. was really helpful, but I was quite surprised at um, how isolating yeah. it did feel. Yeah. And what was really interesting was my, um, for our first, my husband took, um, I think about 16 weeks off, was mm -hmm. able to take some paid parental leave to look after our daughter. And that was the one thing that really surprised him too, was mm. that feeling of isolation. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think it probably was even harder for him because he didn't have a mother's group yeah. or something to rely on. Mm. So um, yeah, it's definitely quite a, you can feel quite lonely. We've got so much to do in that space, haven't we, with the dads. There's Absolutely. more and more dads who are taking that time off yeah. and they don't have those support networks. Mm. There's a long way to go Definitely. as a society with that area. Mm. So in terms of feeling disconnected, mm -hmm. and you've been through this twice now, yeah. did that feel particularly pertinent with your work situation? Did you feel disconnected from work? Uh, I think initially for the first few weeks it was a, a reasonably conscious um, choice that yeah. I made to, to try and have that separation I, uh, but then I found um, I actually found it was really important to, to just stay in touch with work especially yeah. because both times for me there was significant change in leadership both times I had um, when I went off on leave I had a different manager mm -hmm, to when yeah. I came back so it was quite important to, to try and stay in touch um, with work, even if I, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to come back for a number of months or yeah. anything like that. It still just helped to, um, I don't know, even the occasional text message or, or okay. something to, to a work colleague. Um, mm. I found quite good. Or just coming in to, I don't know, show off your baby and, and have a, <laughs> <laughs> have a meeting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I think that helped me actually stay, stay connected. Yeah. Did you plan to do that? Um. Uh, I, I did because um, my, I had the, I guess I was lucky enough to have a, a transition coach through this period and she had um, strongly encouraged me to kind mm -hmm. of have a bit of a plan and think about when I would like to be making contact yep. um, with my work. But I, I, I think, um, uh, yeah, I, I think I, um, I sort of knew roughly when I wanted to go back to work mm -hmm. and I, I, the, probably the three to four months before I knew I wanted to come back, I started having um, more regular dialogue with work mm. because um, as I say, no one really came back to the same role. So mm. it was important to stay in mm. touch just to understand what opportunities what were gonna was. be available. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. And a lot of women don't often do that. So the 12 months clocks around, they reconnect and everything's changed. Yeah. They're feeling really kind yep. of, out of out of sorts with everything. Um, and the anxiety about yeah. not, not, not knowing, knowing what you're going back into. I mean, that yeah. must be very stressful going yeah. back into. Yeah, I definitely recommend uh, using the keeping in touch days yeah. that might be available to you. Mm. So I found that I um, would 
take a day to attend a strategy yeah. session um, mm -hmm. that, that the business was having or to kind of have a day of meetings just yep. with people around the business just to sort of stay connected and that was really important for me just to feel like I mm. was keeping my finger on the pulse of, mm. of what was happening. Yeah, and yeah. keep your mind engaged in yep. that other world of that identity that you once had. Yeah. It's like I'm still there, I'm still connected. Exactly, but even then it's still a shock to the system yeah. when you get yeah. back to work mm. um, and uh, I, I don't know, just you realise not having used your brain in that way, mm -hmm. I was sort of sitting in meetings and my mind would be drifting off, mm -hmm. like you kind of mm -hmm. lose your ability to concentrate and focus on things for a period of time and I really had to retrain my, my brain to mm -hmm. sort of, um, yeah, to get back mm -hmm. into that groove. Mm -hmm. And I talk to a lot of women, and I actually remember feeling yeah. it myself, mm. you, when you're going back to work, I felt like I was winging it. Like yes. someone's going to catch up because my brain is in so many places and I'm trying to be 100% focused, but mm -hmm. I'm never 100% because there mm. is so much going on in my life and there's so yeah. many changes. Mm. Did you feel like that? Yes, I did, and did I you? still feel like that. Right. So I think I, I, you know, you talk about the the work life juggle, and it is. It feels like there are so many balls in the air yeah. <laughs> at yeah. once, and you just yeah. try not to drop them. And I, I definitely feel like I'm flying by the seat of my pants yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure if that ever really goes away. Mm. But um, definitely, when I first returned to work, I felt like a bit of an imposter and mm -hmm. I, I and your my confidence was definitely diminished I, yeah. I you know because you you haven't been operating in that way yeah. and you feel like you've lost the lingo and mm -hmm. and, and everything so mm. i think I, I i definitely did feel um like i was winging it a lot yeah. of the time yeah. Yeah. yeah how did you cope with that uh you're hard on yourself kind to yourself uh look i was i was probably a, a bit harder on myself okay. than I should have been but I think um, it was almost offset by when you when I first came back to work there's a bit of a sense of euphoria like mm -hmm. yes I'm yeah. back and I'm yeah. in the adult world again yeah. and for me it was really exciting to be having grown-up conversations and being able to go and finish a whole cup of coffee or, yeah. or something yeah. like that um, uh, so I guess it was a little bit scary in mm -hmm. terms of um, yeah, feeling like I, I didn't really know exactly what I was doing, but at the same time, I was really excited and happy mm. to be back. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah, okay. I guess I kind of just managed my way through that. Okay. Mm. And did that last? Mm. Did that go? Uh, no. Right. <laughs> so, so I think um, initially there was a period um, where I was, yeah, super excited to, to, to be back and really enjoying what I was doing and everything felt shiny and new. Yeah. And then I think I hit about the six month mark mm -hmm. of returning mm -hmm. and it was, um, I guess the gloss had come off things mm -hmm. and I just felt exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so there was a real, um, yeah, a steep kind of decline yeah. there in terms of, um, yeah, how I, I guess was feeling both about work and life outside yeah. of work too. Yeah. yeah. Is that something you've heard of from other mums going through that experience or was that a, quite a shock to you? Well, I'd never really talked about it to anyone mm -hmm. and, and I sort of was um, thinking, oh, maybe this is just me yeah. um, until I spoke to my transition coach and she sort of mentioned mm -hmm. that this was a really common thing for mm, yeah. for lots of women to to go through and I was like oh okay so mm. I don't need to worry so much because this is this is normal yeah. so this is definitely something that I talk to um, 
my staff about now when, okay. when they came back just to be aware that um, you know if this happens it's okay and it, mm. it's normal to be feeling like this and you will um, I think you just then need to recalibrate yeah. and, and figure out um, how you can make this work to, okay. to carry on yeah so how do you recalibrate uh, so I think I'm I'm probably not a great example of this but it is really important to set your boundaries mm -hmm. um, when you return to work and to make sure that you stick to those and that's probably um, where I tend to fall down but mm -hmm. I, I've um, found that if you go out there and you set your boundaries and you communicate those to people so whether that's look, I need to do, you know, drop-offs on these days or pick-ups mm -hmm. and leave by this time or um, I know I need to work, you know, at home on a regular day. Mm -hmm. um, people will respect those boundaries. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think it's really important not to be scared to kind of okay. um, ask or just set those, right, mm -hmm. and communicate what mm -hmm. they are. Yeah. But what i found is... Um, you know, when I'm saying, oh, yeah, sure, I'll come in for that meeting or, oh, yeah, you're okay, yes, I've got time to talk to you now and mm -hmm. then realising, oh, I'm going to be 20 minutes late for pick-up or whatever, yeah. um, I'm creating these issues. People yeah. will be very respectful and fine if you say, look, I need, I'm sorry, but I need to leave. Can mm. we pick this up later? Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's really important that you're not just setting the boundaries, but you're sticking to mm. them. Mm -hmm. And in those moments... Mm why don't you stick to them do you, do you know uh, yes i think part of it is because i'm i care passionately about my work okay. and i'm really into what i'm doing and yep. i find it hard You're to driven. sort of yeah. Yeah. You, you know i'm really engaged in the conversation okay. and i don't want it to end mm -hmm. sometimes or i don't want to miss out on that meeting mm, or, yeah. or or whatever it is mm. and i think that's part of the challenge but what um what then happens is I, I, I feel um, I, I can see the impact it has on my kids and on my yeah. family and then you start to feel really terrible about that mm -hmm. and that's when um, for me um, I just need to take it back to my priorities and and my number one priority is my family okay. that is not that it is my number one priority and yeah. that's when I need to just figure out okay how am I going to reset this mm -hmm. start to um, re-communicate those boundaries or look at a different mm -hmm. way of of doing it right mm, so yeah. you know maybe it's that I'm um, working from home every second week instead of every week okay. or um, maybe I'll stay late this one night a week but yeah. then make sure that I'm definitely leaving on time um, mm. the other night mm -hmm. so okay. to be honest it's a bit of a work in Flexible progress dynamic. and I feel like we're I, I still don't have it completely right I'm kind of <laughs> mm -hmm. tweaking it as yeah. I go along yeah. but yeah. yeah each iteration gets slightly better mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you have a question? <laughs> yeah, well, I think, um, you know, it's interesting that um, with everything changing, and things mm. change all the time, you know, yeah. um, you were saying that you're going to um, have, your oldest child will start school, so that's going yeah. to set off a whole new permutation of things yeah. and how you're going to manage that. Yeah. And um, is part of the um, managing all of this, accepting that the juggle is just keeping, you know, having that feeling is just the new state of play. That's yeah. the way it is. T totally. I think... Um, one of the things I struggled with um, the f uh, after having my first child was you're used to giving 100% mm -hmm. to, to things okay. and suddenly you can't give 100% to anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so you just don't feel like you're doing anything mm. um, well. well. So mm -hmm. I definitely think 
yeah, struggled with the fact that nothing, um, I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't do anything 100% mm, where I wasn't yeah. doing anything well. I think just once you can kind of come to terms with that mm. and you realise that um, that's okay. Mm. You're doing your best and you just need to be a little bit kinder to yourself sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's often a lot of judgments and expectations on women about what they should be doing, how much they should be working, how much they should be spending time with their kids. Yeah. It often comes from other people. Sometimes it comes from ourselves. Yeah. Have you experienced that at all? Um, I think everyone has their own opinion. Mm. Um, but I think what you see is so many women do it differently mm. that I think it is hard to, to judge. So I haven't directly faced any judgment, but I think you can sometimes compare your own situation mm -hmm. to other people and think, oh, am I not, they should I manage. only be working three yeah. days a week? That yeah. seems like a really good balance. Mm. Um, so I think it's not necessarily so much judgment from other people, but your own mm -hmm. judgment yeah. um, on yourself that, mm -hmm. that can be the challenge. Mm. Trying to be everything to everyone all the time. That's Which right. mathematically That's doesn't make sense, yeah. does it? And it's interesting because I, um, I've only just realised in, in the last year I've, I've been speaking to a few um, senior women mm. who I just figured that they had some kind of life hack that I, I wasn't aware mm. of in terms yeah. of like managing to have a really successful senior career and, um, you know, have young kids and, and manage yes. um, that. And mm. what I've learnt um, I think in all of those scenarios was that their husband was either not working or working part-time mm -hmm. and that for me has made me realize that um, and look maybe there are people out there that have both parents working um, full-time and are making it work yeah. and if they can could they please tell me how <laughs> they do it but I, I think it just made me realize too that um, your perception of other people and then making it all work is not necessarily the reality and mm. there are always going to be trade-offs and there are trade-offs for everyone mm. and you just have to yeah figure out what your trade-offs are and how you're going to make yeah. it work yeah. mm. that's great advice that's mm. really yeah. valuable advice and i've just got to ask when you sat down before we started this interview you mentioned yeah. that things are pretty tricky at the moment in terms of how you're managing all this stuff yes um <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that. Yeah, we're not <laughs> where do I start? Um, <laughs> I think at the moment I'm um, I'm struggling because I haven't been uh, sticking to the boundaries mm -hmm. that I have set. Um, I'm feeling uh, quite stretched at work and. I think I'm in a scenario where it's almost like my husband and I are single parenting. Mm -hmm. So we're literally, you know, one of us works late and then the other one is getting the kids to bed. Then the other one is there in the morning getting mm -hmm. them ready for daycare. And it's just not really um, working. So mm -hmm. we're, we're just at the moment trying to figure out um, how can we maybe both get home a little bit earlier so that we can help together get the kids mm -hmm. to bed, you know, um, corral them to bed. Um, and then, you know, maybe it's about logging on again in, in the evenings. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that has been, uh, it's yeah. been quite a challenging time. Mm, yeah. 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 Um, and, and you have to be careful not to, it's easy to kind of fall into this, oh, I'm failing and I'm not doing anything yeah. right. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I just have to keep reminding myself I'm doing the best that I can. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
but that can be hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just breathed in and out then. Yeah. Probably personal stuff yeah. <laughs> coming up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I think too, um, probably one of the, the shocks for me was before I had my, I'd always assumed that, you know, yes, babies wake up in the night and you're sleep deprived for those first few months, but then it all settles down. Mm. And as I've learned with my second, that mm. is not the case. Yeah. And um, sleep deprivation does funny things to people yeah, as totally. well. And yeah. it can be, um, you don't probably appreciate the importance of a, a good night's sleep. And when mm. you have one, the next day you're like, oh, okay, I, I feel like I can kind of tackle life again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it gives you a bit of a perspective. And I think that um, is something to keep in mind too, that mm. um, just trying to get sleep where you can mm, can be quite totally. important. Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with working parents too, like I'd never thought about it until I had kids, but you're probably in a meeting with someone that they've had like three hours sleep last mm-hmm. night and mm-hmm. just to be a little bit yeah. Um, yeah, mindful of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just in terms of your work identity, do you feel like that's changed? Uh, Good question. Yes, because my identity as a, as a person has changed. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that um, once you become a working parent, it is different. Mm-hmm. And it, it is... Um, I can't any longer just say, yeah, sure, I'll cancel my dinner plans mm. And, mm. and stay, you know, late until we, we figure this out mm. um, or, or get this completed. You actually have to go and get yeah. your kids. And, mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think that has um, probably changed the way I operate mm. at work. So I'm also a lot more, I didn't have an appreciation as to how productive working parents mm. need to be mm. and how productive they are so it used to be maybe my hours were longer but I, I had the luxury of going to grab a coffee and, mm. and have a chat with someone whereas now it's just literally you've got to be mm-hmm. in and out and you've yeah you've just, just got productive. to be on top of everything mm. yeah so that's probably changed my identity a, a little bit in terms of um yes um I am a uh, yeah a career woman but I am a career woman but I'm also a mother mm-hmm. and and um, both of those identities are really important to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they Hang have to share to the same space yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so your career yeah. hasn't had to take a back seat um, no I I've actually been really fortunate um, so the first time I went off on parental leave probably about three months before I was um, ready and due to come back, I had, a, I had a call from work and it's actually a funny story. It was with my, um, my boss and um, his manager as well and I thought they were calling me in to make me redundant. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I was really the stressed. Fear. The fear. That's the um, and so I, got, yeah. I sort of had to um, organise a, um, a babysitter and got all dressed up and came into work to meet with them and my boss said, oh, no, no, we were just going to call you on the phone. Um, we wanted to let you know there's been a, a, a job opening come up that we think you'd be perfect for. If you want it, we'll hold the role for you until you're ready to come back from work. Wow. Um, yeah. So that just probably shows the difference between where my head was at yeah. <laughs> and, your and the reality yeah. Yeah, and your confidence. Yeah. Um, and then the, the second, oh, and actually, so then 
um, in between my two kids was quite an interesting time as well. So I, um, so I came into this role and it was great in that it gave me, um, it didn't have, you know, hard and fast deadlines all the time. Mm -hmm. So I could work reasonably flexibly, mm -hmm. um, which was great. Um, but I ended up, I thought that I would get pregnant straight away like I did the mm -hmm. first time around and we really struggled the second mm -hmm. time and it meant that I, f I felt like I was in this weird sort of um, holding mm, zone. On hold. Yeah, Absolutely. because yeah. I didn't feel like I could ask for a different opportunity or look for something different because yeah. I didn't want to then turn around and say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then in the end... Um, I actually went to my manager and said, look, this person's left the business. I actually would like you to merge our two roles and I would like to be given the opportunity here. Mm -hmm. And he sort of said, oh, I hadn't thought about that, but sure. And so I actually then got moved into an expanded role a week before I went off on mm -hmm. parental leave. Mm -hmm. So, wow. yeah. Mm. And that just really showed to me that I, I was yeah. just thinking, wow, why didn't I ask for this yeah. sooner? Okay. It's um, a key it, message today, isn't it, it is. about asking and being a bit assertive about yeah. and knowing what your rights are and not, not being afraid to ask, even with your low confidence. Absolutely. Don't be afraid Absolutely. to ask. Absolutely. I think that's um, a key thing that I've learned through this whole process is yeah. not being afraid to yeah. ask, whether that's for an opportunity, whether that's for flexibility, whether that is setting, you know, setting your boundaries. Mm. Um, it's just so important because if you don't ask, you, don't you know, you're not going to get it. And mm. Ultimately, you have to find um, something that is going to um, work for you. Yeah. Um, if, and if it doesn't, it's not going to work out for the company either, right? Mm. So, right. yeah, so there's definitely, it's so important to, to ask for, for what you want. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Great advice. Any other final words of wisdom for uh, mums watching? <laughs> Good luck. Or dads. Um, <laughs> or dads. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, it's a phased return to work yep. is so important. So originally I thought that I would just come back five Full days on. a week, mm -hmm. do not go from zero to five. Yep. That advice was given to me by my <laughs> transition coach and was really valuable. Yes. So because you can't underestimate actually um, how exhausting it is mm. and how hard it is to concentrate. And um, it, yeah, it's definitely a really big transition. So yep. I think a, a phased approach definitely keeping in touch and using those keeping in touch days is mm -hmm. really um, is really important and then I think the third thing that I would say is just spend some time thinking about what your priorities are and what your non-negotiables mm -hmm. are so whether it's that you need to work from home on that mm -hmm. day or you know you want whatever flexibility it is that you're after and ask for it and then stick to it and then stick oh. to it. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. Excellent advice. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ro. That has been yeah. fantastic. Words of wisdom there. And obviously yeah. still negotiating as yeah. this journey takes us all. That's and we right. have to keep on adapting. Yeah. And it's a work in progress. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, parenthood is a work in progress. It is. And uh, yeah, it's yeah, wonderful to have you here today. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Whatever Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak today. Thank you. Thanks, Ro. You've been listening to the Mum Drum Podcast. Watch or listen at mumdrum.org.au.